0: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member fdse welcome to the anxiety coaches podcast a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety panic and ptsd sharing how you can overcome them for life Welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episodes, I want to talk about the benefits of solitude for those of you who are anxious. We kind of think of solitude sometimes as a punishment. I've heard people be really surprised that some people would enjoy solitude. So I thought it would be good to talk about the benefits of alone time, the benefits of being with yourself. And this doesn't matter if you're an introvert or extrovert or an amnivert, whatever you are, the mix. Sometimes we feel like being with people. Sometimes we don't. And we can all benefit from some solitude because life can get uh, demanding. It can get challenging. And there's a lot that can be going on and we don't slow down enough to clear the slate and recall who we are, why we're here, and what it is we want to do. We just keep going. And we keep going often because not only of our own demands, but of other people's demands. And I know you heard me in the last episode talk about how I was needing to get back to pay attention to the present moment and to actually be more in touch with my breath during the day because I had felt kind of uh, overwhelmed or swamped or bouncing around from the past to the future and not visiting for very long in the present moment. And I started to realize that some of that was because I had not been having very much alone time. Now, I get to carve that out myself. That's nobody's fault but my own. But my phone has been on. i i prefer usually to keep the notifications off, but there's a lot of action going on in the home that I live in. The house actually has some changes that are happening with it. So there was a lot of interaction I needed to be making with other people and being like on text threads and things I'm just not accustomed to. And I realized, aha, this is truly playing a part in my inability to be finding myself resting as I usually do more often in the present moment because I am kind of on and I'm on for other people and their demands and their schedules. And this made me crave some solitude. So I wonder if you might be experiencing some things like that at different times in your life and that you can maybe grab onto some of these benefits that we can get from solitude. And remember, it's not a bad thing to want to be alone and collect yourself and your thoughts and go forward from there. Because sometimes we have to let things go and we can't always let things go if we haven't sifted and sorted through things. So we want to be able to keep in mind what is important in our day-to-day activities, because we can easily lose sight, like I was saying, of who we are and what our needs are and what we want when we are constantly in the loop with other people. And then we can get lost in the fact that we aren't in the present moment because we're just running from here to there. And then for me, my mind started jumping from past thinking and then into the future thinking and uh, back and forth. So let's look at what we can do to keep ourselves wanting to have some alone time because we can get these benefits that I'm going to talk about. But first, I always, I know I've talked about this on the show before, but uh, it's important to Note the distinction between being lonely and being alone, or the difference between loneliness and solitude. Loneliness involves feeling disconnected from people, even while you are with them physically. And solitude or practicing alone time involves physically removing yourself from people or your work or whatever it is you're trying to extract yourself from in order to connect better with yourself. And therefore, you will be connecting better with the people that you left behind when you come back, when you reemerge. And this is the beauty of being able to go on retreats, right? It could be a meditation retreat, it could be a religious retreat or a spiritual retreat or uh, it, all kinds of retreats. I mean, pick what you would like it to be, but the word means to to retreat, to remove yourself, to go back from. And so there we can be with just ourselves for a little bit to retreat from the world uh, as our daily lives have, have usually demanded it. So let's look at five ways that we can really benefit from being alone. Code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Solitude can help you to recalibrate. You can begin to get back in tune with who you are. It may take a little bit of time to let the dust settle when you get alone, but you will recal- recalibrate and it will give you the opportunity to, you know, check in with yourself, to ask yourself some really important questions. It will give you an opportunity to grab your journal and ask yourself a few questions. And for those of you who like prompts, you could ask yourself, is this important to me? Ask yourself what you are doing in your life. Is this important to me? Why is it important to me? am i making progress because you're going to take to it's going to be personal for, to you what you are taking into your alone time could be relationship things that you want to think about it could be work career ideas business ideas it could be um, your spiritual depth maybe you are wanting to get deeper into a spiritual life it, so ask these questions i will start with them again and just go through them Is it important to me? Why is it important to me? Am I making any progress? Why am I not making progress? Or how can I begin to make more progress? And when you are answering these questions in your journal, again, I I think it's great to get the things out of your head and onto the paper or onto your app, Or document, you, you will begin to feel different things bubble up, maybe more meaning, maybe more purpose. And these things begin to come up from your subconscious when we are alone and we ask these kind of questions just of ourselves for ourselves. We are giving our subconscious the permission to actually open up and bubble up anything that might be useful for us. Now let's get back to these benefits of solitude or being alone. The second one that I have is that it really does help you recover or rejuvenate we not only need rest, but we need recovery. We, we need rejuvenation. We can recharge mentally, emotionally, and physically. Because sometimes when we're really overdoing it, whether we're working too hard in a job or running the family or doing both, all that busyness can take its toll and we can begin to feel Unhappy or resentful, right? We're, we're doing our best. We're doing a lot. And it's not so much that we want people to be acting like they're thanking us all the time or whatever, but we can just begin to, to get tired and weary and then become resentful. So getting alone time may be all you need to spruce yourself back up again, to actually rejuvenate. Because being alone really increases not only our ability to rejuvenate, but become more creative again. Like I said, we give ourselves permission for all of that that is in our subconscious, that we just so, we keep it so tightly lidded. We don't let it come up. We don't have time for that stuff. We can let it come up. It can be creativity. It can be healing. It can be all kinds of things we can have better concentration from having some alone time. It will help our memory. And so all in all, it'll help us be more productive. The third one that I have is it can really help us to look at our relationships differently. We can have a lot of friends. We can have a lot of um, social media friends. We have big families or small families, but we tend to be able to take in a lot of people. And sometimes we can be taking in too many. It's good to have friends and it's good to have people around us. It's really very nice. It's good to have family if you have family near you or that you keep in touch with even over these crazy times, maybe on Zoom or telephone and texting but we also need time to be away from all of that. All of those people that we think are so awesome, right? And your network may be big or your network may be small, but either way, there comes a time when we may need a break because being alone can help us to figure out who it is that we truly care about. And those who are essential. And I say that not that we want to be cutting people out of our lives, but we are human beings. We have limited capacity. We are not endless with our energy, our time, or our resources. And so we do have to decide what is essential in our lives, who is essential in our lives. And we can do that better when we are Having some time away and can actually reflect. And this is good because then we can invest more time and energy in those that we have been able to identify as needing more from us, and then we can actually give it to them. It helps us to also weed out people who may no longer serve us in our lives. We may decide to have someone in our lives at one point. But then over time, that no longer serves either one of us. But many times culturally, we just keep dragging people along, or keeping people in our network that could be then growing larger and larger by the year. And it really doesn't serve us. And maybe there are even people there that you may consider toxic or not good for you. That's good to identify. It doesn't mean anything other than this person is no longer holding the same space in my life that they did at one time. And so you can decide to dedicate less time to those who are not so helpful in your life anymore, or vice versa, or, or people that you are no longer helpful to or need to be so close with anymore. We don't need to collect people throughout our whole lives. We go through seasons with people. Some people are meant to be with us for our lifetime. Other people are meant to be with us for a season. Another benefit that I have for you is that being alone and having some solitary time can really help you to get a handle on your fears, to really look at your fears, what is going on, your anxiety level. We just keep going day after day after day, we're not paying attention to it. We're not seeing where we're at or reflecting where we came from with our anxiety and our fears. Again, a great time to pull out the journal and reflect. Where was I last year at this time? What was I worried about last year at this time? Was that worry time worth it? We can really go out on this, but we need to be alone to do these things. Now, this is a good place for me to interject this. You do not need to go on a 10-day Vipassana retreat in order to have alone time, to have some solitude. That is a great thing for people who are wanting to deepen their meditation practice. But you can set up an afternoon, you can set up two hours. I know I was a busy stay-at-home mom at one point in my life. And being able to have two hours with a mother's helper or a little babysitter come, it was like a blessing. It was awesome. Even if all I did was go upstairs to my bedroom and shut the door and let the mother's helper play with the kids downstairs I, it can be just two hours and you don't even have to leave your home. You could run a bubble bath. You could do whatever you want. You could go for a walk. You could spend some time in nature or you could do larger things. You can take a day, make yourself have a beautiful one day retreat in your home or somewhere else, or have a weekend or week or a 10 day meditation retreat. The sky's the limit. But I don't want you to not do it because you don't feel you have enough time. You do, you can set it up and it will be really beneficial to you. Because when we can spend some time to see how we're handling our fears, we can Give ourselves the space to see if we are responding to life or if we are stuck in reaction. We really need to look and see and reflect on that. It isn't going to just happen overnight. So, that could be another thing you could journal about. Where in life am I responding? And where in life am I still reactive and reacting? can be really helpful. What it is is that we're, we're gaining perspective by having some time to break free from our, our little daily routine and really get deep into what things are are happening to us over time. And see if we are breaking free from our fears. if we are breaking free perhaps from what other people are thinking. You know a lot of a lot of people in the group and a lot of people that I work with, this is a big fear. What will people think? That gives them a lot of anxiety. But when we can be alone, we can kind of reflect on that. Like, am I still worried about what other people think? Do I need to be concerned about what other people think? And we get to spend some time alone, and I, I look at it as letting the dust settle in the mind, and then seeing what's there. Because as we keep going throughout our days, everything, the, all the dust is kicked up, and we, we can't really quite see so clearly. So spend some time alone and see how you are handling your fears. Get a good look at them. And the last one I have for you is it's a, a wonderful time to spend some time alone and actually reflect on your achievements. Look at the things you've accomplished. This is a great exercise to journal about. What have I accomplished? What are my achievements? What am I happy that I have been able to do? And give yourself a time frame. Maybe you want to look back over six months or a year. Check it out. Ask yourself, what, what do I feel good about? You know, we want to make sure that we are grateful for our lives. And I am amazed at how many people have trouble finding gratitudes, but it's real. So if you're one of them, I get it. People report that to me all the time that they, you know, it's like, oh boy, this is hard. I got to really dig. I I don't know. I don't know what I'm grateful for. So good. That means you got to a great base. You understand you're not, you don't know what you're grateful for. Maybe you just need the space and the time to let it come up. Maybe it's all in there, but you, you haven't given yourself the opportunity to actually feel what you are grateful for, to see what you have achieved and what you have accomplished in your life that you can be grateful for. And remember, we don't have to spend a lot of time, money, or effort to have some solitude. I know some people who like to go to the movies alone. And they find that that is a very peaceful and interesting thing to do. Now there's a big storyline going on on the screen, but again, you are alone. Nobody is talking to you. It might be, it might be interesting. Other ideas are, of course, being in nature, taking a hike, reading can be helpful because you can you know, if you're going to go off and be alone, you could take your book with you and actually go deep. So often we don't even have time to dive deep into some literature or into whatever book you're reading. We don't go deep. We're like reading a little here, a little there. That could be really another way of, it's kind of opening up your soul a little bit. Like I'm relaxing here. I don't have to rush. You could be doing a craft or learning an instrument. You could go to a museum if you live in a city, and you could go to a museum and just wander and let what is there speak to you. Right? If you're alone, there's not uh, interaction, so you can actually interact with what is there in front of you at a museum. So. The lists are endless and I would love if you wanted to share with me what you are doing for some solitude time because it would give me a, a great way to share more of what you guys are doing. I would love to be able to share it with everybody here on the show. Keep yourself important. You would keep a date with a friend or a coworker or a boss. So put a date in your calendar for some alone time with yourself. And now for today's quote. Solitude is the richness of self. And that's from May Sarton. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha.